This is the People Mentor Podcast for managers and leaders wanting to thrive and grow and create a culture that incorporates kindness and compassion and builds a high-performing team. Hi, I'm Nicola from The People Mentor and in today's podcast I want to talk about something I often see people debating. Can leadership skills be learned or are they innate? My take on it is the answer is a bit of both, though I do think that some people have an innate ability to lead. Whether they make it as successful leaders or not depends on how much they nurture that ability. So if you're a manager who wants to get onto that next rung of the leadership ladder, how can you increase your chances of being successful? Whatever you believe about leadership skills, I think there's something about a need to see yourself as a leader and thinking about how you can learn to lead. What questions do you need to ask of yourself and others to find out what you need to know? You'll never have all the answers, but asking the right questions to get the information you need as well as asking others' opinions will help you on your way. I also think that it's important to think about what being a leader means to you. Ask many people and they'll say it means a fancy office, an important sounding job title and deference from other people. They may be things that come along with leadership, but these are not what makes a leader. Leadership is a way of thinking, being and acting. It's about having self-awareness and the belief that you can steer your team in the direction of your vision. It's also about building relationships with the people you manage because without them, you won't be an effective leader. And as you go through your leadership career, you should continually ask yourself, what can I do to get to the next level? How can I make a difference and become an even more effective leader. My top tip would be to get yourself some leadership mentoring if you haven't already. By working with a mentor who's been where you are now, you'll learn more about your strengths and weaknesses and you'll benefit from their experience in so many different ways. Sometimes it's good to have an outside perspective from someone who's not too close to the situation and who won't judge. Not so long ago, I helped a leader who'd been accused of running an old boys network. He'd been shocked and upset to learn this. So I shared some pointers around equality and diversity, plus other ideas he could use with the team to change the culture and the feel of the place. He went away with additional resources and videos he could tap into, plus some exercises to do with his team. So back to today's issue, when people ask me, can leadership skills be learned or are they innate? I do sit on the fence and say both, but for good reason. Learning new leadership skills and developing our innate strengths and character are both lifelong journeys where the destination should always be developing ourselves. By developing ourselves, we can help those we work with to be the best they can be for the greater good. So, I definitely believe that leadership skills can be developed, but that doesn't mean we can ignore the impact of someone's character and personality on their leadership. I think there are some innate characteristics that I've seen in the best leaders I've worked with over the years. For example, empathy. 
Leaders who naturally show empathy will be able to connect with their team members on a deeper level and understand how they are feeling. They instinctively know how to put themselves in someone else's shoes and understand that listening often gets better results than talking. When a leader has this deeper level of understanding, it can make them so much more effective in how they make decisions how they inspire trust and how they build a genuine relationship. I think humility is another innate characteristic of a good leader. I've worked with leaders who gave credit where it's due, weren't afraid to admit their weaknesses and ask for help and who realised that it wasn't all about them. It was so refreshing to work with people like this rather than the egos on legs most of us come across during our careers. However, if you're an aspiring leader who is despairing at the thought of all these characteristics you weren't born with, know this. There are plenty of leadership skills that can be learned, such as communication skills, how to build trust, and how to have those tricky, difficult conversations that are the bane of many a manager's life. If you're not strong in a particular area or in a couple of areas, they can always be worked on and developed. Have you ever had a debate on whether leadership skills are learned or are they innate? There are valid arguments on both sides. Like when the people who say leaders are made through learning experience and the expertise that results. Then there's the scientific research that exists that says it's possible to predict who will become a leader from an early age by measuring certain psychological qualities such as intelligence, empathy, integrity, emotional intelligence and curiosity. These characteristics make leaders effective and they can be measured from an early age. The existing research argues that there's a predisposition to having a talent to lead due to qualities that are evident early on in life. Not only do these qualities make it more likely that someone will become a leader, say the researchers, they make it more likely that a person will seek out the very thing that will help them become leaders. For example, intelligent people will seek out more expertise and will become better at solving problems. Empathy people will be able to read and connect with others which will put them streets ahead when they are managing people. Emotionally intelligent people will be more resilient to the stresses and pressures of leadership. So to an extent, Maybe the qualities you were born with make it more likely you'll end up in a leadership position. But what happens when you get there? How can leaders be supported to develop and to keep on developing? Research has something to say on this. The existing research on leadership development broadly agrees that these three things improve leadership skills and effectiveness. Number one is coaching. Research has found that coaching makes leaders more effective as well as helping them hone their skills and improve their emotional intelligence too. Next comes personality-based assessments. These can help leaders see how they are seen by others and why they are seen that way. This can really help leaders shape their approach to management for better results. Thirdly, training and development that focuses on the development of technical leadership skills and soft skills has a better impact. A leader who is a brilliant strategist but a terrible people manager will struggle to get people to follow their vision. On the other hand, someone who tries to understand everyone and be their friend may struggle to command respect. 
a balance of the different skills is always best. So we're coming to the end of this episode of the podcast, but before I go, I just wanted to tell you all about a few things that may help you out if you're looking to develop your leadership and management skills. The first is my Managers Academy membership. If this podcast has got you thinking about your own leadership skills and knowledge and where there might be gaps, the membership could be for you. I call it a three-month roadmap to success where every month you get invaluable tips, online videos, training and templates, as well as monthly surgeries to talk about team issues, a monthly virtual training session and access to an online community for sport. I've spent over 33 years leading and managing teams and when you sign up for this membership you'll get some invaluable information and knowledge as well as the benefit of my experience and practical insights. If you want to develop your leadership skills and get on the fast track to success, you can find out more about joining my Great Value membership and the amazing benefits that come with it here at www.thepeoplementor.co.uk. And if you want to book a call, you'll see there is a call button to to um, click. The last thing I want to mention is how to make difficult conversations easy in the workplace journal that I have for managers. How to handle difficult conversations is probably the thing I get asked about most. So I've released this journal in response to what people told me they desperately wanted to know. It's much more than a journal. It's an easy to use practical guide to understanding yourself and your team members better. So you can then plan those difficult conversations and feel more confident when you have them. There's an absolute wealth of information in there that will get you thinking and by the time you finish this journal, you really will understand yourself a lot more. You can pop along to Amazon and get your copy and watch your confidence with difficult conversations soar. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Make sure you tune into the next episode of the series to get your dose of management and leadership wisdom. This is the People Mentor signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the People Mentor podcast. If you are a new or accidental manager, pop along to www.thepeoplementor.co.uk to find out more about the Managers Academy, which is there to help you thrive and grow and create the enhanced career success that you want and build that great performing team you'd need.